That recliner almost chopped my mate's finger off. This is what our killer looks like. Tired. Everyone has been affected in one way or another by this terrible tomato onslaught. There was a, a standing lamp in this room. What happened to it? Attack of the Killer Objects! Hi, and welcome to yet another episode of Attack of the Killer Objects. I'm your host, as always, Anastasia, and my guest with me today, yet again, is Olivia. Hi, Liv. Hello, hello. How's it going? Good, as always. How are you? Oh, you know, just living the dream. Right. stuff. Went out and got yourself a nice new Bigfoot uh, Squishmallow. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Benny the Bigfoot. (laughs) My goal is to have all the Bigfoot and Yeti Squishmallows. There's more than one type. There are more. I have three currently. Oh, boy. And there's more because you can also get them like for where they're like the Christmas ones and holiday ones. Do they have other cryptids? I don't know if they do, but I got a Squishable Mothman. I know, because I'm the one who sent you the link to that. <laughs> yeah, and he's so soft and cute and squishy. He is cute. I kind of want one, but I don't need a stuffed animal. <laughs> sure you do. Especially no, when it's this cute. You don't understand. My cats will take it over. Especially ah. especially Lucy. It will become Lucy's. She will start sleeping on it. It will get covered in cat hair, and she'll also start scratching her claws on it. Yeah, and it's black. Yeah, it would become white really quickly from my cat's <laughs> hair. <laughs> white and orange. And that would just not do. So basically, yeah, because I mean, she already steals our like pillows that we put our heads on. I get that. She, like, yeah, like she would claim ownership. And I would have to hide it from her. And then what's the <laughs> point? That is true. Yeah, because, like, I have a Beanie Baby from the 90s, like, Scorch the Dragon. Okay. Yeah, he's, like, the only one that I kept from my childhood because he's the one in the best shape. And I just like him. He's cute. He's a dragon. (laughs) And he he stands up by himself, you know, because he doesn't have beans in all of him. Does that make sense? (laughs) Anyway. um, But, yeah, I had to hide him and put him, like, high up on a shelf where she couldn't reach because she would get him in her mouth and carry him around the house and then randomly drop him and then meow at him like he was her kitten or something. Oh, that's so cute. It's super cute, but it's super annoying finding my toy in random places around the house that aren't necessarily clean. And you know what? If you forgot you had a cat, you'd be like, oh my God, there's a ghost in my house. (laughs) You know I would never think that. Today's episode is Killer Condom. We're finally doing Killer Condom. I know you're excited. It's, oh man, this was an interesting movie. I really like this movie, actually. I think this might be my favorite movie that we've covered so far. Like, of ones that I haven't seen already. Because, like, obviously I had seen Magic beforehand, 
and I had seen like Christine before and stuff like that, you know. It it definitely was good, but it was interesting. <laughs> it's I mean, yes, it is interesting. Um, well, let's just get into it, you know. So it is a German horror comedy film released in 1996, directed by Martin Waltz, and based on the comic book Condom des Grollens. It's um, a comic book? Yes, I want it. <laughs> oh, Okay, okay. Don't get it. I'll, I'll, Santa's gonna get it for you this year. Okay, I've been very good, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, and that's that's written by Ralph Koenig. Um, the film is set in New York City, despite the fact that everyone speaks German. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> I know, right? Mm, so good. Okay, so it follows the story of a tough police officer named Luigi Macaroni. Which seems like a very stereotype kind of name for an Italian person, doesn't it? A thousand percent. But <laughs> my next name. animal is going to be Luigi Macaroni. Right? It's a great name. Or if if I ever have a child, that's what its name is going to be. Luigi Macaroni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, if you do that, Lev, I will pay you a thousand dollars. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I don't even have that at the moment, but I would I would make it happen. <laughs> All right, so he's tasked with investigating a series of bizarre attacks on men's genitals by a killer condom or condoms, we later find out. Now, although initially nobody suspects it's a, you know, a toothy prophylactic as a culprit, but quick side note, Luigi is proudly Sicilian, as he mentioned several times throughout the movie. But like I said earlier, he's speaking German and the movie takes place in New York. So he's like somehow very Italian or very Sicilian specifically, very German and also very American and all one big ball of person. That that was my favorite was the fact that he was an Italian in New York. Speaking German. German. Yes. Like it's the so absurdity. Good. Yes. The absurdity is amazing. I love it. <laughs> so the movie begins with a scene in which a man checks into the Hotel Quickie, which is very clearly operating as a brothel more than anything else. Um, and this is how you know this is made by Europeans with different laws. Because in America, <laughs> that place would not exist. No. That place would have gotten shut down so fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they they don't make it a secret that it's, I mean, even the name, Hotel Quickie. <laughs> what? I, yeah, that place would be shut down. Better put that on a sign. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want a bumper sticker of that. Anyway, um, yeah, it gets... <laughs> <laughs> it gets shut down so it would get shut down so fast. It's amazing. So and before going okay, so the man who checks in, he quickly like goes up to the front desk and is really kind of shyly like, um Hey man, can I get a condom? <laughs> and then the clerk just kind of like almost boards like there's one on every nightstand. It's part of the service. And he's like, oh, that's nice. And, he, you know, he goes back up to join his female companion. And here's where we learn that this man is a teacher or an administrator in some capacity where she goes to school. And that she's about to flunk out if her grades aren't conveniently changed. Basically, he's blackmailing her into sleeping with him so that she can pass. It's not. Yeah, it, it's not pretty. It's not. And it's not clear here if she's in high school or college 
or if he's her vice principal or one of her teachers because it and maybe it's just poor subtitles but she calls him her vice principal and he refers to himself as one of, as the one who's grading two different subjects of hers which doesn't make a lot of sense in any I'm maybe in a small high school anyway but this is New York City you get what I'm saying it's confusing <laughs> yeah but anyway and then you know she's he's basically like guilt tripping her he's like your parents are gonna be so disappointed so she starts crying and taking her clothes off and then he eagerly starts ripping his clothes back off and puts the condom on and it instantly bites his dick off and it, her crying goes to sheer terror she gets splashed blood splashed in her face and his dick is on the ground <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. At that point, I think he realized <gasps> karma is a bitch. Karma is a hell of a bitch, and it just bit your dick off. <laughs> but yeah, so he definitely deserved that. Mm-hmm. So Luigi's in, you know, this is where Luigi kind of comes in. He's assigned to the case, and he starts to investigate the crime, but he is initially skeptical of the victim's story. I mean, who would believe uh, that a condom bit your dick off? what that's very true <laughs> who would believe that yeah no in a in a normal sane world that's insane like someone called the you know the psychiatric ward <laughs> <laughs> i think i think you may have been seeing things man but anyway so more men get attacked and then he starts being like all right this is real i mean he to be fair there is a scene where he gets attacked but we'll get into that in a second so <laughs> That's that's how he knows it's real. So Luigi meets a young man named Billy when he goes to investigate the hotel. He's supposed to be, like, looking into the crime scene, like, where it happened. But he picks up a sex worker on his way up to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and begins to have sex with him in the crime scene room. Was it what? the crime scene room? Same poster of the naked woman on the back Ooh. of the wall. Yeah. What? Why would... What? <laughs> Why wasn't that, like, taped off with tape? I have questions. But anyway, the the great part here is, and we really need to, like, get into this. So, they're about to fuck. And this is when we discover a few things about our main character. One, he is an out and proud gay man. And two, he has a massive penis. Before he takes it out, you can see the large bulge in his boxers. But the way they show us is better. We merely see a huge dong-shaped shadow roll across the face of Billy, who is impressed. (laughs) And then Luigi tells him that it's 32 centimeters long. (laughs) For my fellow Americans, that's 12.59 inches. That's over a foot long. Sorry. Jesus. So Billy tells Luigi that he doesn't trust the hotel's condoms and he and black ones are sexier. And so he starts to put a black one on and then the normal condom, like as a reaction, I mean, um, the killer condom, like as a reaction to this normal average condom, hisses at them and runs and hides under a dresser. And Luigi goes to have a look and promptly gets one of his testicles bitten off. Oh, maybe the condom just couldn't tackle that massive schlong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a subplot about Luigi's former police colleague and one-time lover who has now transitioned in both career and gender. Once a cop named Bob, 
She is now Babette, a cabaret singer and sex worker at the Hotel Quickie, and she is very much not over Luigi. There is a whole scene where they go back and forth about their fling, Luigi saying it was a three-minute mistake that he fell asleep in the middle of. Ouch. (laughs) And And Babette declaring her love for Luigi. And regrettably, Luigi keeps referring to Babette as Bob off and on throughout the movie. Mostly, it seems like out of habit, and he kind of, he sort of makes some effort to not offend Babette as much, but it kind of seems like he doesn't really take her transition seriously. Yeah, he, that's kind of what I thought as well. Yeah, but they, like, the movie doesn't really handle it maliciously, though, I don't think. No, Yeah. it does seem more like out of habit than anything else. Yeah, because he'll even, like, correct himself in some scenes. He'll be like, yeah, but bad, sorry. But anyway, so there is a scene where at one point she breaks into Luigi's apartment and in a send-up to Psycho takes a butcher knife into the bathroom and surprises Luigi in the shower. She doesn't <laughs> She doesn't stab him, but he does reel back and, like, fall down and he's like, what the fuck are you doing in my bathroom? Like, what the hell are you doing here? And quickly he realizes she's brought one of those fucking killer condoms in her purse. They scurry around the apartment in a cat and mouse game with the condom before (laughs) putting out like a garden hose thing to like pretend it's his dick to like coax it out. (laughs) And then they trap it and blow it up and pop it like a balloon. (laughs) And kill it. And, like, they tried to turn the gas back off, but they couldn't. Oh, yeah, it kept going. (laughs) Yeah, it just burst the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Also in the background of all of this, Luigi is struggling with his feelings for Billy the sex worker, who has expressed feelings for Luigi beyond client level. And Luigi eventually gives into his feelings, and they bang it out hilariously around the climax of the film. Now, yeah. In the elevator. They do. Loving an elevator. Now, as Luigi gets closer to the truth, he discovers that the condoms are genetically engineered living creatures. Dun dun dun. Dun, dun. Yeah. Engineered by a scientist who looks like the quintessential mad scientist. I mean, he's got like white hair that's like slicked back and like a a wild beard, a wild look in his eye. (laughs) I mean, he could have had, like, Einstein sticky up hair, and then he really would have been full mad scientist. But, you know, what can, <laughs> what, what can you do? So he was kidnapped by a doomsday zealot that believes that the world will end just before the new millennium. Remember, this came out in 1996, and there, are actually a lo- there were actually a lot of evangelists preaching end times at that point. Party like it's night. 1999. <laughs> it was more like, repent, you evil sinners. We're all dying on the 31st of this year, 1999. <laughs> it was more very, well, at least where I was. It was very fire and brimstone. That's what growing up in the South is like. Um, <laughs> of America. <laughs> anyway, so she's like full on nutcase here. And she forced him to engineer the perfect weapon against sodomy and other unholy behavior as a way to cleanse New York City before the world ends. And just to make sure he doesn't run away, she keeps him drugged up on some weird addictive red jelly. And, and they do not explain this, by the way, ever. Yeah. So she's also had him engineer a Magnum killer condom just for Luigi. Oh, this thing's huge. It's, yeah, it's like the size of my arm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like at least a solid two feet. Yeah, it's it's bigger than it needs to be. I'm gonna put it that way. <laughs> Cause I mean, Luigi's got a hog. Don't get me wrong, but there's an extra foot of this condom. Maybe I didn't measure. <laughs> so Luigi wrestles his gun away from the zealot, and in the ensuing kerfuffle, one of her henchmen accidentally shoots the lock on his chains or whatever and sets the scientist free. And then he attacks her like, give me more red jelly or everyone's gonna die. (laughs) Just give me that good good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Billy has also seemingly followed Luigi down to the subterranean lab where the condoms are created. Um, Together they free a bunch of captured sinners, including Babette. And then Luigi gives a moving speech about everyone being equal and that loving everyone is more godly than the mess that this woman's created. Feeling hopeless, this zealot tries to shoot herself in the head, but her gun was only a prop gun that shoots a flag out that says, I love you. (laughs) I fucking howl. Like, that is perfect. Amazing. And so instead, she jumps into the sewer-filled water with the water-filled sewer with condoms and dies. Yeah, it I was she just like falls into it. She, she falls, doesn't even like jump. She just kind of like uh. she falls it's like she just does the trust fall but there's no one there to catch her. <laughs> yeah, like she just uh. Yeah, so everything has blown over. The police captain gives Luigi a month off, and Luigi's like, maybe I'll never even come back. And uh, the film ends with this cute scene of Luigi walking with Billy, and they're talking about maybe going to get something to eat. And then Luigi's like, I know a great place just across the ocean. Sicily's closer than you think. He's like, I'll, he's like, really? Yeah, I'll take you to, you know, see my homeland, and we'll eat, and it'll be great, and you can meet my mom. Will she like that? No, she will not like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, if you, he's like, are you really going to quit the force? And Luigi's like, I don't know. I don't want you to, I don't, I like it when you call me cop. So like, maybe not. And he's like, no matter what, I'll always call you cop. (laughs) And then, wow. And then Luigi's like, say it again, cop, say it again, cop, kiss me, cop. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the last thing that anyone says in the movies. Kiss me, cop. It's actually really romantic. It's really sweet, actually. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah, it was was good. Because, like, Macaroni tries so hard to be like, I don't don't love him. I do love him, but I don't. I shouldn't because who needs love? Because I'm a cop. But you know what? I like a man's hard, firm ass. I love that quote. Because he literally said that. Oh, no. To be precise, he says, I like a man's hard, firm ass, not piss flaps. Yes, there we go. He referred to our vaginas as piss flaps. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do more than that out of there, man. <laughs> it's multifunctional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's how it ends. Liv, let's talk best kill, worst kill. Okay, uh, best kill, I think, was probably the opening scene. That's what I said, too. Because that seemed to be, I think, the goriest. I think it's probably the goriest. Because there's not, there's gore, but not a lot of it. And it's like, yeah. yeah I and I'd, the guy also really fucking deserved it. He totally did. That's, like, exactly what I said. Like, poetic justice, for sure. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, oh, I just want to add the addendum here. Okay, so we don't actually know how many people died from losing their dick. 
So, um, because it see, seemed like some people I think were able to survive and some, yeah, because there's, there's uh, a scene where a lot of people are in the hospital all bandaged up, still, yeah, because I think some of them also lost like their balls or just like the tip, like things are still somewhat functionable. I don't really right. know, right? Like Luigi, you know, he um only got a ball off, so he, he was in the hospital for like fucking 20 minutes and he was like, I'm a man. Pretty much, yeah. He was like, "I've got, <laughs> I gotta hunt this thing down." Uh-huh. We need to get that condom. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you have for worst kill? Uh, worst kill, I'd say, obviously, that doctor chick that just like flopped into the water. Yeah, the zealot at the end. <laughs> I would have preferred a grimmer end for her. But you know what? what? You I would have preferred the gun not being a gag gun, because then that might have been best kill for me. Oh no, best kill would have been if the condoms in the water were still like very much alive and they just and they, ate like, her like piranhas. Yes! Oh yes! yeah. That would have been that's how I that's how it ends in my mind. Maybe we'll have to remake this movie. <laughs> I was thinking, what would this look like remade? Who would even sign on for this? <laughs> oh, my friend Kate and I, we want to make like an 80s horror film. I'm in, Kate. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, she'll love it. She'll be so excited. <laughs> yes. So much more. Yes. Okay, so um, what do you have for best character? Best character, obviously, Macaroni and his 32-centimeter cock. Uh, yeah, Luigi Macaroni. Totally. And, I mean, obviously, the hysterically, hysterically comical uh, condoms, if I can talk, <laughs> just because they're absolutely hilarious. They are. They squeal and hiss. And it's funny. It's it's they're funny. <laughs> and they were designed by H.R. Geeker. Oh. Who designed the xenomorphs in the alien franchise. You know what? I can see it. Right? You can tell by like the the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. there's uh signatures of his, I feel like, in them. Absolutely. Yeah. Who do you have for worst character? Um, kind of tied between like the annoying scientist woman and Babette. Cause they, oh, poor Babette. Because, <laughs> like, I get she was really in love with Macaroni, but she was, like, very forceful in sometimes and was not taking no for an answer. And I didn't really like that. Well, she is um very much stalkery at this point. I mean, she broke, yes. into, his, she broke into his apartment and, like, looked like she was going to stab him. Yeah, I was worried for Macaroni, and it was only, like, what, 30 minutes into the film? Yeah, right. We still had, like, an hour to go, and I was like, oh, God, Macaroni's gonna go. He's gonna save them all from the condoms. Oh, they weren't gonna do a complete psycho send-up and kill off the main character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they weren't They weren't about to go that far. You need uh, Macaroni. But, like, she did become better by the end. Yeah, she gets better. Um, she accept- Which is why I have her kind of, like, tied, because I was like, eh. So I have the zealot doctor tied with the professor who gets his dick off at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, him too. Yeah. I forgot about him for a minute. Awful humans. <laughs> 
Um, so what do you have for the most what the fuck? Probably when the condom, uh, okay, so the girl was sitting on the bench eating a sandwich. Yes. And uh, <laughs> she hears something coming out of the garbage, and she kind of, like, moves over and creeps over and looks into the garbage can. A condom bites her face and eats her nose. Yep. yep. I was like, I literally was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I could tell, like, when you saw it moving in the trash, you're like, oh... And then when she looks over, you're like, oh, he's going to eat her nose. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, she's done. Her nose is done. Uh, I love when she's yelling at him later on, yelling at the cops later on, like with her nose bandaged up going, condom, condom. <laughs> condom, condom. Uh, hilarious. Because that's because she's speaking like maybe Spanish and they're speaking American, but it's German. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they just like can only pick up on a couple of words that she's saying. <laughs> Oh, hilarious no. hilarious oh, no. yeah yeah um so i have the scientist's addiction to the red jelly what is in the red jelly is it heroin he's fiending for this shit but we never um, know what it's made of what if it's red pepper jelly that shit's fucking good it's not kill pe- everyone in the room over good i mean depends how much you like it <laughs> i mean i wouldn't do that <laughs> per se but like if it was something I liked, I wonder, if they, I wonder if they explain it in the comic. I need to know. Does Google have an answer? I haven't. I haven't tried that. I hey mean, Google, what is the red jelly in uh, a, a killer condoms? She can answer. I don't think she's gonna. That, you're fucking useless. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I don't have an answer for you. Doesn't help. I stuttered, but that's besides the point. To be fair, the um the movie doesn't have an answer for us either. So what was True. Google gonna say? True. <laughs> True. Uh, what do you have for the funniest moment? It's hard, <laughs> it's hard right? Because the whole movie's funny. Uh, okay. When uh, I think it's what like he's like a mayor or doctor guy, and he's in a bathtub. Oh no no no! no. Batman is running for president. President. There we go. Which can um, I just, let me point out a couple of things while we're on the subject of this man. <laughs> There's a scene where he's standing up and he's like, "We have to make this country strong again." And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, that is too fucking funny because this came out in 1996, 20 years before Make America Great Again became a thing. And this man also has like a little bit of a comb over too. I mean, he's better looking than Trump. <laughs> But it's like, it's kind of prophetic. It, it, it was, it was uh, a little um, on the nose. Now we're on the, the dick, future. Rather. On the tip of the dick, I guess, right? Tip, yeah, on the prick. On the prick. Mm. Um, <laughs> so finish, finish. Tell, tell the audience what happens. <laughs> so he's in a bathtub and I don't know if it's his wife, mistress, some blonde chick is like, ooh la la. And they're like flirting away while she's sitting on the side of the tub. And a little rubber ducky just comes <laughs> floating across the bathtub mm-hmm. with a condom on it. And it's squeaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, ooh, what is that? And it's kind of cute. Yeah, she's like, it's so cute. It jumps in the water. Oh, no, she even says, I wonder if it's one of those things that we read about in the newspaper. <laughs> and it jumps in the water and eats his dick. Mm-hmm. You see, it's like almost instantaneous. It goes underwater and there's like two seconds and then blood starts pouring and he's screaming. And then she's screaming. 
oh man, nobody wants a dickless president. Yeah, because then they had that in the paper that the president was dickless. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking great. Well, the nominee, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking hysterical. What was it, like dickless nominee or something? <laughs> yeah, like dickless candidate or something like that. Or no, it said dickless dick, I think. Dickless dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, maybe the character's name was Dick or Richard. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I couldn't pick. And so I'm not going to name the one that you just did, even though I have it on the list because you just described it. But I've got four things I want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for one, I want to just reiterate how hysterical the scene is where the shadow goes across Billy's face for Luigi's dick. Yeah, I I genuinely cackled. Uh, you should put that in the thumbnail. Oh my god, I'm all, I will try to. I will try to. <laughs> you could put like an emoji over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, put the title over it on an angle. You know what? I mean, if I can find a, a, a still from that, I'll do it. But to you be honest, your, you could put her faces on it. I think it'll be fine because it's just a shadow. <laughs> It could be a Billy Club. They don't know. A Billy. It could be. It's true. <laughs> um, so the second thing I want to mention is the way Luigi handles the students' parents at the beginning. They ask, what happened? And everyone else is trying to find a delicate way to explain what happened. And Luigi just says very matter-of-factly, she went to a seedy hotel with her professor and she bit his penis off. <laughs> Because this is before he believes that the condoms are attacking people. Yeah. And the parents, like, can't believe what he just said, and the mother faints. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, okay. So then there's something about every scene where Babette is singing. For one, <laughs> she's not singing. She's lip-syncing. And it's a woman, well, isn't it? Sounds like a woman singing. It is, and Babette is a woman. Olivia. Well, I'm sorry. I meant, like, I don't... <laughs> I know what you meant. I know what you meant. <laughs> the voice sounds more feminine than Babette's voice does. More angelic. It's higher pitched than Babette's. Yes. Um. Well, that's because it is the original singer from the the actual song that's playing. It's just the track. That is the <laughs> song. They're just playing it, and she's lip syncing to to it basically. <laughs> Now, whether she's supposed to be really singing or not is unclear, because she does say that she sings there for as one of her jobs, but, like, they couldn't even get someone that's not just a direct track to sing something? No, they are literally playing the 1996 Fuji's cover of Lori Lieberman's song, Killing Them Softly, which was <laughs> which was made famous by Roberta, Fla- Roberta Flack in the 70s, and then the Fuji's covered it in 1996. I say it's Fuji's cover because it's literally their version heard throughout. And I actually had this album in 1996. So, you know, it's bringing back some memories. And then I also want to mention the scene where Luigi sends another cop undercover into a BDSM gay bar. He puts him, like, in a leather harness and, like, chaps. The club music was fucking dope. Oh, yeah, there's some good, like, German club music bumping in there. Um, (laughs) And... So he tells him specifically when he goes in there, he's like, I want you to wear a yellow hanky in your back right pocket. uh, And that'll mean that you don't want any action and everybody will leave you alone. You'll be fine. He's like, okay, whatever. And, you know, he gets all dressed up and goes. We see him kind of like sitting there in the bar, like drinking a huge beer. And then a guy like makes some eyes at him. And then he uh, 
just the thing where he purposely very purposely turns his butt around so that he can see the handkerchief and then he pulls it out a little more like and then thumbs up like see i don't want any action we're good <laughs> we're good and then it just pans to him running coming back into the uh the police station and punching luigi because a yellow handkerchief in your back pocket in the bdsm scene means you like piss play <laughs> And the, and the cop got his leg peed on, and he did not like that. He was very mad at Luigi's joke that he played on him. <laughs> By the way, that is a real thing, um, like hanky signals. It's I don't think it's like super prevalent anymore, but like in the seventies and eighties, like there's a whole code system with hankies for gay men. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be a way to be discreet. Yeah. Right. Without, because uh, I know you know, uh, being, like, gay was really frowned upon or... Uh, well, I mean, you're... Being... Well, sure, but I mean, this was even, like, at the gay... Like, at gay bars that would do this, too, when everyone... Yeah. Gay. It's just, like, I don't know. It's just something that they did. But I just think it's kind of interesting. I read this piece. I, don't, I can't remember for the life of me what website it was on, but I read this whole piece about the history of handkerchief culture and gay culture. Interesting. It was very interesting and informative. (laughs) I didn't know these things because I am a bisexual woman who did not live past the very late last part of the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was born in 88, so I didn't really experience the 80s. I don't remember them because I was a baby. (laughs) I definitely did not experience the 80s. You didn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, for a couple more years. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 92? Yes. Yeah, you're four years younger than me. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, so... Oh, I, I want to also just mention this last thing. Is that after he punches Luigi, he's like, A big gorilla pissed up my leg because that's what he thought he wanted. I wanted. <laughs> uh, I, I This was great. <laughs> It, I really, it, it was a funny movie. Guys, it was good. Everyone, I've left out a lot of things. Like, I didn't give you the entire rundown because it's actually, it's pretty detailed. Like, I would have been sitting here telling you a movie for like two hours. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Because it was fairly long. Like, it was, an, uh, what, almost an, two hours long? It's almost two hours. It's like an hour and 47 minutes, I think. Yeah. So, look, go check it out. It is on YouTube as we speak, under Killer Condom. Look it up. Um, It's free to watch. It's hysterical. uh, And there's subtitles included. So, go do that. (laughs) Uh, Liv, why don't you plug your channel or whatever you want to plug? Yeah. um, So, I run a podcast and YouTube channel called Live Spooky. I haven't really done a whole lot on there lately because I've been slacking and playing Sims 4 a lot because I'm a silly goose like that and Sims 4 is fun. Um, (laughs) uh, But I'm going to be slowly, slowly getting back into the habit of things. Uh, But you can find me on YouTube and uh, Spotify and stuff under Live Spooky. And that's L-I-V-V. L-I-V-P, yes, yes. Uh, And you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter with the same handle. Yep, and there's like uh, Live Spooky and then Live Spooky Official, right? Yeah, that's my uh, Instagram, my personal one, and then my uh, channel one. Right. 
All right, so go check her out. And then also go check out my other podcast, Horror Versus Reality. Yes. That, and on all socials, it can be found at Horror Versus Reality. Just all one one thing, Horror Versus Reality. So go check that out. Uh, my latest episode will be coming out tomorrow or probably Saturday. I originally was going to put it out Friday, but it'll probably be Saturday. By the time this comes out, it'll already be out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it is the Clovage Killer versus BTK. Ooh. And my guest is uh, Trent Manning, comedian. Ooh, that's going to be good. Yeah. So go also, check that I out. did want to say happy one year anniversary. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, this podcast, And having me on yeah. almost almost to the day, that made me feel special. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thank yeah. You. It was, it was um, <laughs> what, like a couple of days ago was the, was the one year anniversary of this fair podcast. Yeah. Sometime yeah. within the last week at least yeah it's been it's, it's recently <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh yeah you've you are this is your fourth time on the pod yeah and i want to say thank you for having me on so much thanks man you've uh, been a great guest <laughs> you, we've talked about killer tomatoes and a killer lamp and Chairs a killer and condoms. killer condoms and a killer recliner we've just got a pretty stellar track record so far <laughs> <laughs> all right i think my next film will be that I'm going to cover will be in fabric, oh. which is not funny. Um, it's weird. And it's about a killer dress. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's British. And um, yeah, that'll, that'll probably be what I cover next. It's not that about the blue and gold dress, is it? Because I feel like women almost killed other women over that. Uh, I believe you're right. But no, the dress is red. <laughs> red dress (laughs) good it'll hide the stains of blood ah yes um if it's not that it might be maximum overdrive it all depends on which one comes out first so one of those one of those (laughs) see you then see you then (laughs) bye guys bye attack of the killer objects is edited written and produced by anastasia bird that would be me aotko theme was created by me as well with free use music and clips from the following films Killer Sofa, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Amityville 4 The Evil Escapes, and Rubber. The outro music is They Come at Night by Shane Ivers, courtesy of SilvermanSound.com. Our website is linktree forward slash attack of the killer objects there you can find descriptions of all of our episodes as well as our merch store we have apparel and accessories for all ages check it out and if you enjoyed today's show be sure to leave us a five-star review in the podcast app of your choice until next time